What's happening? What's going on? Sauce Twins, back again. Too short, too tall. Haley on the Haley. Oh, yeah. You know, we got Haley up in this thing, young Haley. Hey, so we want to welcome Alexis to the show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. First, I want to say um, appreciate you taking the time out. We, we know how busy it can be um, at the facility um, with the schedules and closing out summer. Um, I know you graduated from LSU. <laughs> you got yeah. your bachelor's degree in Kinesis. What is revived with Alexis and what did that look like from when you left LSU to where you are now? So when I originally left LSU, so I did, I graduated in kinesiology and then I had a concentration in physical therapy as well. And that's where I started kind of like diving into the whole fitness world. I was always into it, just growing up an athlete and then dancing in college as well. We were always training. So that's kind of what sparked the interest for me. Um, and then after I graduated, I started, I ended up getting certified as a personal trainer and started like dabbling in the PT world. So that's kind of what sparked my interest about it. Hold on and one second. Hold I on started- one second. She, she going to skip over the national championship. Like, she, like I <laughs> like know she's proud of the national like championship. You can go ahead and say you won the national championship. Let's go ahead and so, put. Yes, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, my time at LSU, I was on uh, the LSU Tiger Girls. So it was like a national competitive dance team that we competed. In. We always competed in jazz and hip hop. Okay. Uh, and we were. I'm like we're pretty legit at hip hop. Okay. Like, there we that go. Was our, that was our niche. Yeah. So, um, on my freshman year, we won the national championship. So mm, that that's was big. Cool. Yeah. Put that in yeah. there. Don't leave that out. Freshman. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So yeah, I graduated from LSU uh, in kinesiology, had a concentration in physical therapy. So as I told you guys earlier, I worked for a physical therapist for a while, uh, who was also a spine specialist. And so learned a lot from him, but I realized I didn't really want to go into the PT world just because it was a little bit too boring for me. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be on the more like physical side of it and be more hands-on. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of got me into the whole like training world yeah i'm like how can i combine these two yeah you know and so that's kind of what sparked the whole revived with alexis it took me forever to like think of a nickname and i'm like what do i do like what yeah i'm helping people but like i like to fix people too yeah and so it's like one day i was sitting down and it just like the word revived came in my head and i was like hold on i'm gonna like look up the definition and it was like to bring new life to, to restore yeah. all these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is exactly what I do. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to roll with this. Revived with Alexis. So yeah. that's kind of like how everything okay. got started. There you yes. go. That's awesome. That's what's that's up, so man. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, we, we follow you. So like, you know, checking out, you know, you training the guys and the athletes and the general population too as well. Right? Yeah. G-pop, okay. And um, one of the main reasons I kind of wanted to have this um podcast today was about the flexibility post that you put up and so Mm -hmm. you had some girls trying to touch their toes and they couldn't and then you did some mobility or some flexibility work with them you know and some other stuff i'm sure that you didn't all post then they went back and they had an increased range of motion Mm -hmm. and like that's cool and i think that is important for athletes so i just kind of wanted your feedback on that and like, what does that look like? And why is it important for the athletes day to day? 
So usually when I have like my clients come in and I work from like with youth athletes, like I've worked with as young as like seven years old all the way to like 80 years old. And in between there, it's been like I've worked with every type of athlete and every level of. So like high school, college. Very similar in uh, as far as like programming goes. Yeah, the intensity of course is going to be different, mm-hmm. but like everybody's body is designed similarly, but like what we're capable of mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. You know what our limitations are are different. So usually when I have when I have clients come in, like I'll do a general like assessment, and my assessment's a little different from like your normal like your normal like FMS things like that. Uh, I'll incorporate some of those things, but I I look at things like on a more global scale. So I'll have people do movements and from there I can see like, can they move efficiently in these planes of motion? Can they not? Where are they limited? Do they Mm -hmm. lack range of motion here? And it's like, I'll I'll start from the the feet all the way up. So you figure out exactly. So it's like for football players, it's really important to have like big toe dorsiflexion Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it's like, little bitty things i always say that to people it's a little bitty hotel and all of that because biggest difference you know and i think those are the things that are often neglected in like the strength and conditioning world is we want to you know we get this athlete and they're like it's our athlete it's a lot of like ego involved yeah so I like, you. Like, I like you. I like you. I like you. I like you. I can only imagine. Like it's even like ten times worse in LA because like everybody here like thinks they're somebody is trying to prove themselves, and it's like, dude, just stay in your lane, keep educating yes. yourself, and like, yes. it's at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's Thank- about like doing what. Best you gotta for do the something athlete, for them, you know. Hey, hey, okay. she, she got exactly. her. She had to. She, um, she had. She had to watch some of our videos. Watch some of the shows, <laughs> huh? It's all right. No, I, no, hey. I haven't. But I, it's stuff I've been wanting to talk about a lot because I feel like there needs to be more awareness around yes. it because it's like not even in the strength and conditioning world, but for athletes too. Because athletes come to you trusting and thinking that yes. like you know exactly what to do yes. and i see people training athletes that like should not be training athletes <laughs> and it's like they wonder why they pull their like freaking hip flexor or groin or hamstring not like in preseason you know now what the, i'm saying so the, the crazy thing is it's because like we've had this conversation so many times and it's like guys get these high level athletes and want to be cute yeah. They want to yes. do cute stuff. And yes. like, it's the cool stuff. Yes. Good. Right. And like yeah. you said well, earlier. It's complicated. Yeah. Like, yes. it's just about changing. You can change the intensity so many different ways. But at the, at the root of everything, like these high level athletes, they need a lot of the fundamental movement patterns and a lot of the things you Correct. do with the kids. The same. Correct. But. And it's like, if you're, if you're trying to build, like, this is my whole thing. I'm all about like functional movement and moving the way our body is designed to move. I feel like there's, um, there's certain like planes of motion even that are neglected when it comes to like strengthening in those planes and things like that. In your sport, you're never moving in one direction all the time. So why do we, why do we train that way? You know? So it makes more sense. I kind of use this quote unquote I always say like I, the goal is to like bulletproof your body Yeah. you know the whole idea to like 
prevent injuries. We don't want to cause the injuries. Right. You right. know? So with that being said, it's like we have to look at everything from the ground up. We're right. starting at your feet, you know? So it's like if you're like I had a baseball player that I worked with all summer who always walked on his toes. Okay. So it's like the first thing I noticed was okay, he lacks dorsiflexion mm-hmm. and he was having he was having hip flexor pain mm-hmm. when he would run. So what I started doing, like we would we would focus on increasing his dorsiflexion, getting certain muscles to fire, like in his feet and his mm-hmm. legs and his glutes, all those things, and literally the pain went away. Right. You know, so it's like it, I always I believe in building function on function. If right. we build function on dysfunction, we're just setting up the athlete for failure, right? Right. right. So it's like it's not just bringing the athlete in and like let's go. Like no, no we need to see what's going on here. If you're having aches, pains, injuries, right. things like that, okay, what is this coming from? Why is this being caused? Right. And then addressing it from from that standpoint versus like. Just bringing you in, killing you, and sending you on your way. Right, like, and I guess, and, and I mean yeah. that that'll decrease the the chance of, of getting injury. hurt. We won't bulletproof a hundred percent, but we can yeah. absolutely decrease yeah. the chance for these, of especially these soft tissue injuries and these non-contact yeah. injuries. Like the non-contact is like the biggest the biggest thing I'm really addressing. So it's like, of course, like contact injuries you can't really avoid so it's like i just saw this week like omar miller got tackled acl's torn you know those are like little things you can't really avoid but as far as like non-contact injuries like you can you know and it's like it's the whole idea of training in those multiple planes so it's like how I, i guess the best way to explain it is if we go into our sport and we have not exposed our body to these ranges of motion or we lack the ability to move in these ranges of motion and in these planes of motion then it's more than likely we're going to get injured because our body has our body hasn't been exposed to it before so it's it's quote unquote like foreign to our body yeah and it needs to be exposed to that in a controlled environment you know Right. right so and it's not just even i feel exposing it but it's like okay building function like if you lack the range of motion restoring the range of motion seeing why you lack that so it's like for instance back to the post oftentimes people think because muscles are tight it's because they're like overactive or they're strong and that's not the case no those muscles tighten tighten up because they're weak yes and so it's our body's way of protecting us because it's like oh wait hold up no like you can't do that you're not ready for that so it's like it tightens it up to like avoid us from doing those things right you know so it's like if we lack those ranges of motion and then we don't restore them and then we're going into our sport and trying to move in these planes that we've never exposed and we've never like moved efficiently in we have no strength in you are it's, you are going to get hurt. Yeah. You're at a high high risk for injury. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, if you like, if you expose your body to these ranges, restore these ranges if you lack the ranges, and then build strength on in these ranges of motion, mm-hmm. these multi multi planar ranges of motion, you're one going to move more optimally. And then moving more optimally, the more optimal you move, the more resilient your body is going to be. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know? Yes, yes. So that's kind of the whole idea behind, you know, just like the assessing, the looking from the ground up, 
figuring out what this athlete or this client is lacking specifically and then fixing those things. When you mention assessing, isn't it amazing? (laughs) I I just have to talk about this. I already know. I already know. Isn't it amazing that we actually do an assessment before we train an athlete? How can you not do one? Isn't it amazing? It blows my mind how many people... I would say probably over 80% don't, right? Don't do an assessment. How, though? Like, it's they just think their thing is magic for everybody. How? And the the problem is, too, I feel like the the industry is when some of these people get one guy, all it takes is one guy, like one star football player, Mm. one star this, their whole business blows up. So everybody thinks this is the guy. Yes. This is the guy. Like yes. so everybody is training with this person. And then you look, you're like, you look once they get in season, all their athletes are getting injured. It's like, hello, like we have to be more it's not only the coaches have to be more aware, but like athletes But have they to be don't aware. know. Yeah, they the don't athletes know. don't know. That's what no, we're that's seeing. That's why they come to them. That's, that's what that's... we're seeing. We're seeing that high level athletes yeah. don't always know mm-hmm. what it looks like. What it should look like when it comes to training, they don't, they don't. know. A high level athlete like that is going to get. I mean, they're going to improve no matter what you do with them. So it's you have and to know what works. Too. You have to know what works for regular people, really. That's that's a good point because we see a lot of times Correct. these high level athletes go work with people that don't know what the heck they're doing. But that high level athlete can go back to their sport and perform well, and then they mm-hmm. taking all of the look what we yeah, did. Yeah, we did like, that. No, that person was already. Like a high level athlete. Correct. Right. Correct. You're not their Correct. mom or dad. Don't take that like, gene yeah, credit. Yeah, you're taking the gene credit now. <laughs> yeah. All right. The gene credit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, no, it's crazy. I've seen a lot of crazy things. Like, even I've worked with athletes that go to top colleges, people that play professionally. And I think the thing that's like most disappointing is that you would think these athletes would have access to the best of the best yes, yes. and and they don't yep. you know it's not and i'm not saying that's in every case there are some cases some teams where they do have the best of the best but there's often times where like i've talked to guys i've talked to girls that will go in hello yeah yeah we're here yeah we we here Uh-oh. yeah we good oh wait are we back on oh, we're yeah, live. We, um, yeah. we live uh there we go. Good. Yep. Oh, there we go. Sorry, I cut out for a second. Um, no, but I've talked to guys that play in the league. I've talked to, and this is like baseball, football. I mean, it's it's across all sports. And then I've talked to girls that play soccer and things like that. And it's like a lot of these like strength coaches that get hired. It's often because like they know somebody, yeah. or Ooh, it's kind of one of those it. things like hire my friend yep. kind of thing. You know? I've been an and assistant for such and such or a GA for such and such, and then you get in. And, and I got all their workouts, so I'm just going to copy and paste yep. them. Yep. <laughs> Correct. And it's like I've even heard stories of, like, I'm not going to name teams. I'm not going to name names. But, like, where some strength coaches have literally ran the same yeah. program for over 15 years. We were just what? talking about this with Jason. I don't know if you know who Jason – you know Jason Spray? Jason uh, Spray. I saw him on y'all's yeah, page, yeah. We were just talking about this last week. Strength coaches running the same program from eight for eight years straight, running the same no, 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 eight no. weeks. This is 15. That's 15 crazy. Years. That is crazy. 15 crazy. Years. 
And it was one of the top NFL teams, and it literally, all of their guys were getting injured before the season even started. Oh and it's like, God. hello, this is a direct reflection of what's going on in the street hey, room. Hey, I don't want to say nothing, but you out there in California, what's going on at Golden State? Oh God, it's so crazy! I know you know so something. Now. I'm like everything out here. I spell. I feel like all the sports. I just found out this morning too. Like the Lakers picked up uh, Dwight Howard. Yes. Like, literally, all the sports out here have been. It's nuts. Golden State though is like the injuries though. What I was saying, like those, those. It, there's stuff. Some going on with the strength coach, or the I don't know what's going on with the yeah. doc. Some of the decisions well, they were making. I think oftentimes the uh, I was actually just reading a book on this a while back on like off season training, and I feel like basketball is probably the worst when it comes to this. But it's oftentimes like for people's off season, they yeah. still just like play their sport yeah. a lot yeah. instead of letting like their bodies. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that yeah. too. Football is the only like, sport with a real off season. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it was this book was just talking about like the importance of like less playing, more training, you know? And so it's like, because when we're in these off seasons, now, okay, now we're playing basketball year round. So Mm -hmm. we get a lot of overuse injuries. We're not really figuring out what's causing these aches, pains. We're just like pushing through the pain kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, that's always going to end bad. Yeah. You know? And so that's what that is one of the the main sports they talked about though is basketball is probably the worst because like off season it's like guys meet up at like LA Fitness uh-huh. or wherever and are playing ball and it's like you know so they never give their bodies full time to recover. To recover. Another really interesting thing that happened this happened to me last week so I had one of my baseball athletes who at the beginning of the summer he measured he was uh, testing his bat velocity. And it was like, we were probably like two weeks into the summer and he like would show up and like every day my athletes come in and always ask like, how you're feel- how are you feeling? How's your body feeling? Like, is anything hurting? Is this, that, just checking in with them. And so he was like, I just feel really tired. And I was like, okay, what exactly are you doing? I knew he was like practicing throughout the week. So he, his coach had him doing this batting program where he was having to swing different weighted bats for like literally like four to five hours a day. Like it was insane. Or I'm sorry, not a day. It was like two, two to three times a week. He was swinging like for four to five hours. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, your body is fatigued. Like you're not recovering. So I was like, how about this? I was like, why don't you get your PT or your doctor to write you a note saying that you can only do it for like an hour. And so he like looked at me. And I was like, just trust me. Yes. And he was like, okay, so he did it. So the end of the uh, the end of summer was this past week. So he comes into our last session of the summer and he's like, he was like, so get this. So he's like, we retested our bat velocity. And he was like, not only was I the highest, I had the highest number. He was like, I had the biggest jump. He was like, everybody that did the bat program either stayed the same or went down. Yeah. Guess what recovery and does for like, What is Wonders. Recovery, yeah. I was like, okay, I was like, if this is not a prime example of that, like do less of your sports-specific stuff in your off-season. You know, like focus more on the training and getting your That's body amazing. right and prepared for that. Because it's like, 
you've been swinging a bat since you were what three four years old like you're not gonna forget how to swing a bat you know right. so that's it's amazing like, if you really focus on what's gonna help you to swing harder focusing on your hip rotation getting your but he wasn't even like, swinging the bat for skill he was swinging it for strength and power and velocity yes. like so that is that's that's a, it's crazy that's a, that's, it's very crazy that is amazing that's amazing but, yeah, it was a prime example of that, though. So it's like with basketball players, they're always, you know, playing their sport in the off season. It's like they're never allowing their bodies to fully recover because it's like that athlete mindset of always feeling like I have to do more, like yeah. I need to do more. I need to, I need to work harder, you know. You know and so is. I've had there's like uh, there was a pro soccer player I worked with this summer where he was one of those guys. He was like. If I would be like, okay, we're going to do this many reps instead of what we did the last set or whatever. He'd be like, no. He's like, don't take it easy on me. Don't take it easy yes. on me. And I'm like, I'm like, chill out. Right. Like, no, yeah. this is for your own good. Like, he was going through some personal stuff. I'm yeah. like, so once he listened to me, he was like, okay, I'm so happy I listened to you. He's like, my body actually feels way better. And I'm like, yeah. see? Like, yeah. But there, it, it's easy to get trapped in that mindset of like always feeling Doing like I have something. to like out, outwork my opponent or I yeah. have to do mm-hmm. more, I have to do this. And it's like, honestly, recovery is where <laughs> it's at. That's where it's at. That's where you make your gains anyways. Yeah. I have to explain it to my parents too with the kids. They'll walk, sometimes if they're new, they'll like see us standing around in between sets and they're like, you're not making them sweat or whatever, you know? Yeah, they don't know. Uh, They They don't don't know. Like, and that's why I think, I don't know, we just got to continue to try to educate our parents, educate our athletes, Mm -hmm. educate each other, have these conversations um, so that we can all get better. And I think, I don't know, I think that's important. Um, But, um, Again, we want to thank you for coming on yes, today. Ma'am. I know you're busy. We need to have you back on. Yeah, we got a, to. You one of us. You want? Hey, there's about two or three things that came up that that could be its own show. You're by one of itself. us. Yeah, so, for sure. Like no, and that's that's the thing for me too. It's like I this summer was like pretty much like it was like impossible for me to do anything outside of like physically training because I was just very busy. Yeah. But now I have a lot more free time and it's like I've been saying for the past year like I want to do like I want to put more educational stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I want to do more of this. Yeah. So I am totally down like whenever you guys want to yeah. chat or like have another like episode or whatever I would love to be a part. Yeah. Or if you have different topics you want to talk about. Absolutely. I'm totally Absolutely. down for that. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. 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 Hey well Guys, I want to make sure y'all go and follow Revived with Alexis. I mean, she already got like 15,000 followers, but she needs some more. All right. Hey, get on there and follow her. She has some some great stuff that she puts out, some great videos. Um, Obviously, she is well-educated in a field from PT to strength training to dance and just athletics. So she's been around this for a very long time. And obviously, she's helping athletes optimize movement and performance, and um, and we're just happy to get on and connect and, and link up. Yeah, and link up. So yeah, for sure. God. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely, Sauce Twins. Hey, turn your notifications on. Oh yeah, do that. Hashtag Ask Sauce Twins. Yep. And share. Stop being greedy. Yeah, go and do your thing. Huh? What will you sacrifice to be great?